0: Betches media presents
1: ha ha laugh funny
0: mention it
2: all a bravo by Betches podcast
1: we don't say that but now we said it
2: with dylan hafer oh, gonna check me bro and barry rosenfeld i need all to right. start drinking
0: alcohol now go to sleep we hello and welcome back to another episode of the mention it all podcast i'm dylan hafer
1: and i'm barry rosenfeld
0: and we've got a lot of exciting stuff today. We're going to talk about the Real Housewives of Atlanta season finale, Shaws of Sunset. I'm going to pitch Barry on why I think she should be watching Family Karma, one of my favorite <laughs> I watched TV last shows. night. Oh, you did?
1: I did.
0: Oh, my gosh. I'm I wanted to keep already, it a surprise. Barry, how was your weekend? Did you watch any Bravo other than the new episodes?
1: I did. I just started watching Ladies of London because they're having a – um, like a reunion type scenario. But also I obviously watch Real Houses of Miami because that was on and that, you know, is one of my favorite franchises of all time.
0: I actually have been watching Ladies of London for the first time. I'm like binging mm-hmm. it all the way through, which only takes like five days because there's only like <laughs> 29 episodes, which is like in of- total. It's, like, rude. Like, it was so good, and all of their seasons are, like, 10 episodes long, and I'm, like, I don't understand, like, why we weren't given more content.
1: Right. I feel like maybe the UK audience and the American audience is very different, and maybe they don't feel bravo in their blood like we do.
0: <laughs> I don't know. There's, there's um, talk that there could be a Ladies of London reboot, so... I'm, that would
1: be exciting. But I really need Real Houses of Miami to come back. I've preached this before. I feel like I'm one step closer because they played it this weekend, which was so random, but it's so good. And then watching back, I'm like, is this good? I don't even know. Or maybe I just missed it.
0: These last few weeks, they've really been digging through the Bravo vault. Yeah. And like <laughs> finding these old, like last, a couple of weeks ago, they did a full day NYC prep marathon. Yeah. And yeah. It was like so funny because I haven't thought about this show in like 10 years. And then all of a sudden I'm just seeing like Instagram stories and memes and posts and stuff. And I'm like, what year is it right now? Like these literal it's just children.
1: It's good to start from the beginning. Yeah. It's always good to start from the beginning because even the production is so different. So it's so funny to see even what they were wearing or like how they walked through their homes and just the camera angles. And it's just not the same as today.
0: Definitely not. And um speaking of that, Bravo. So yesterday was the Real Housewives of Atlanta finale and Bravo posted like a throwback to their first season like promo looks. And yeah. Kim Zolciak Eek. is wearing this dress that's <laughs> <laughs> like this like fluttery tiered floor-length pink dress. And honestly, it like it I didn't even know how to react. I was like, I don't know if I've ever seen this dress before because I feel like I would remember because it's that but even bad.
1: In their, uh, in all Housewives original photos, like their faces are also pretty different. So it's nice to see.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, We have been on a journey with all of these faces. I know.
1: I miss their originals, but no, I love their new ones too. So let's talk about Atlanta last night.
0: Yeah. I mean, these ladies are always stunning. It's kind of crazy actually how, how little they've aged in the years that we've been watching them on TV. They Everyone looked great at that baby shower.
1: I I was just going to say, Candy, like, hairstyles change, but Candy literally looks the same from season one. I just think she's so naturally good-looking.
0: Yeah, so Candy had a baby shower before her surrogate baby arrived, and the theme was A Star is Born, and it was described (laughs) as a Hollywood glam block party, which... (laughs) Is not a thing. but <laughs> and,
1: and some details to mention was that it was co ed and it was also a nighttime themed baby shower. So there were a lot of just details thrown into that. At first, when I watched it, obviously I knew it was a baby shower, but a random person watching this would be like, what kind of party are these people at right now?
0: Oh, this party felt like deeply chaotic to me. And you had. <laughs> it was a mess. There was, like, Some kind of stage going on. There was a step and repeat and like a red carpet because you saw Shadina, Candy's surrogate, being asked a question by a reporter with a microphone. Yeah, the the microphone thing
1: was weird. It it was a pink carpet, but I did like the Hollywood like stars. I thought that was a kind of a cute detail, but it was cute. And
0: and Candy had her star earrings, and then Marlo was wearing star (laughs) earrings that were like 10 times bigger.
1: Marlo looks good.
0: I think Marlo looks better now than she's looked in a long time. Cause I think yes. she's, she's figured out her like hair and accessory situation.
1: <laughs> it's always a good way uh, to figure out your hair. Wait, but this, my, you know, I have to mention this. My favorite little part of this baby shower was Eva somehow forgot to like line her dress or maybe forgot what goes on um, after you have a baby and was just, completely lactating at this party. And it was, uh, I would say, a sight for sore eyes. It was very, it, it was a lot. What did you think about that?
0: Um, I, <laughs> well, Dylan, honestly, what were your
1: thoughts like, on Eva lactating?
0: <laughs> I thought it was very funny. It was one of the only good moments that Eva has given us in the last several episodes.
1: Okay, well that is a strong statement because if you <laughs> lactating at someone's baby shower through your dress is one of the bigger moments for you this season? Oy. I,
0: I gotta say, I don't envision Eva lasting another season. And I don't, really. I don't dislike her. I just think she didn't really bring it this year. And you gotta up the ante. And I don't know if she earned another, another shot.
1: Oh, I can see that. I mean, you, there needs to be, here's my issue. There needs to be your own drama i feel like a lot of times now people are making other people's drama their storyline do you know what i mean
0: well i think right now on atlanta at least for the last few episodes the only actual drama has been kenya versus nini and everybody else is kind of just like there's more where
1: that came from yeah
0: on one side or the other and so you have this like wendy williams coming in (laughs) and like stirring shit up with nini and kenya and then all of a sudden at this baby shower you have like nini talking about spitting on her and kenya talking about how she's too old and kenya called nini the low-class blonde in the wig
1: right well the (laughs) fight was brought up really abruptly which kind of if you're like sitting on your phone watching the show all of a sudden you're like what is happening i i don't understand and so was well, it Marlo that brought it up, brought up the text? And I was like, where did this just come from? Like, I guess, honestly, though, might as well just get right into well, it. She just, like, brought up the text message, and then they just went at it, and I lived for it.
0: Well, at that point, there was only, like, 10 minutes left in the whole season. So it was weird. <laughs> we had, like, basically two, two full episodes before this week of nothing really happening. right? And then we needed to have this pretty intense fight for like literally the last five minutes of the season and it was like okay that could have been at least like half an episode right i was enduring with that
1: during the whole fight that very quickly escalated candy is just politely on stage trying to like introduce her surrogate to everyone which by the way seemed like something you should have done like I don't know, at the beginning of the baby shower, not like, there was like five people left. And she's like, oh, wait, now's a good time to introduce my surrogate. And then couldn't find her husband on stage. I was like, what? There are so many things wrong going on right now that I can't do. And then you you hear people yelling security. And then I just felt so bad for her at that moment. But...
0: Well and you have Todd, you have Todd on stage on the microphone being like, We just wanted to say, and then it cuts to all the women, like, yeah, bitch in the bag, blah <laughs> blah blah blah
1: and then and then cut back to his apology. I was I just want to say sorry. I was a bad husband.
0: I'm like, what?
1: Now is not the time or please.
0: <laughs> yeah, it was that whole event felt like a mess. It felt like there was a little too much going on and like the actual baby shower part really got lost in the mix.
1: Right, well, what was sad, it was almost like they made that, the the scene for their fight, as opposed to separating it. Like, they they made Candy's baby shower, like, okay, you guys are going to have their, your fight here. And that's so disappointing.
0: Yeah, I don't know. This The end of the season was just a little off for me. Personally, I think what became clear to me last night is I really think Cynthia should just move to L.A. and just be done with Atlanta, because... But we love Cynthia. I love Cynthia. But when she, last on last night's episode, when she was saying, like, yeah, like, tomorrow I'm going to California. Like, it's time. I've spent my time here. It's time for me to spend some time there. It's, like, okay, that's very convenient that you're just, like, waiting until the day filming ends. And then you're, like, peacing out of Atlanta for, like, months. It's, like, yeah. Right now, it seems like her only real reason to still be there is the show. And, like, as much as I like Cynthia on the show, it's like, she should go live her life. She'll be fine. I know.
1: I I agree. I want her to be happy just because she's, like, so sweet and nice. But anyway, going back to this text, there's one thing, because I'm kind of Team Nini always. But where do you stand with that?
0: I think I'm Team Nini here. I don't know. I think Kenya kind of felt like she... Kenya, to me, felt like she didn't really know exactly what to do with herself this season. And, yeah. like, she was going after Tanya before, which felt kind of wrong. And then, like, now she's just been going at Nini. And, like, I don't think Kenya or Nini are perfect, but... Right.
1: Well, what Kenya did that I appreciated was when she was called out, she didn't even blink before or back down. She was like, I did say that. Yep, I did say that. And I liked that, but at the same time, like these fights just remind me, the two of them, of, like, just two, like, high school girls who, like, bump heads, and then finally at a, at a high school party, they, like, brawl out.
0: Yeah, it kind of did have that energy, and I'm, like, I'm disappointed that they weren't able to do an in-person reunion because mm-hmm. I think that could have been really entertaining if Nini really, like, came to play at the reunion, but I'm yeah. I'm worried, and they did not show us any kind of preview or teaser of whatever the zoom reunion is going to be so my hopes are not super high right now but I don't know
1: and it's strange because there's now less than a week before it's supposed to air so what do we do
0: (laughs) I know I'm sitting here like like the episode ended and I was like oh like maybe there'll be a preview maybe something will happen and then it just like it went to like the credits and I'm like
1: Okay, oh. but a Zoom preview is something I kind of want to see.
0: <laughs> I, know, I just I just want, like, a screenshot of what it's going to look like. Like, even know. if they don't give us, like, a full teaser, I just want, like, I want to know, like, that all of them showed up and are sitting there in their little Zoom box with, like, yeah. some, some amount of glam. Like, that's, yeah. I just want, like, one photo.
1: <laughs> um. Yeah, yesterday, my friends and I, it was my friend's birthday, and we had a Zoom party, if that's what you want to call it. And so we tried playing this drinking game, and everyone was like, point to your right. Like, let's let's point to whoever's next to you to drink. And I tried to explain <laughs> that, like, everyone's screen is different. So you can't... Whoever you point to might not necessarily yeah. be who's next to someone else. I'm like, oh, God.
0: I mean, I think Bravo will edit it together, so it's not just, like, raw Zoom footage, but... <laughs> <laughs> I you don't never know. know at this point honestly like if we can do that for our videos at Betches right. I have full faith that Angie Cohen's whole team can like figure out how to <laughs> not make it look shitty um <laughs> right. so okay one last thing before we move on from Atlanta there was a tweet last night that I was honestly dying at so somebody tweeted I recall Cynthia kicking Portia when she was in her personal space because it was a whole thing of like them saying that Nini was too old to be like yelling or trying to fight whatever and nini responded and said and she and she 50 years old when she did that fake cheeks full of fillers girl bye
1: like that's a lot first of all i don't you can't like yell at someone for their age for yelling everyone's allowed to have feelings and emotions like and there's no turn off at yelling like oh you just turned 50 no more rage yelling at people but, I guess there's a sense of maturity that can go with it, but that one fight had nothing to do with that. I actually remember that fight with Cynthia and Portia. That was funny.
0: It was on the booze cruise, <laughs> and Kim Fields brought her library yeah. book. <laughs> one of my favorites. Um, okay, so moving on, we had shots of Sunset on Friday night. Mm-hmm. We um, saw them start their trip to Hawaii, but honestly, like the more I feel like the parts before that were like more interesting to talk about.
1: Well, the thing is typical Mike surprising his girlfriend Paulina with this trip to Hawaii. And she like lit up and was so excited. And then he um, proceeds to say, and I think it would be a good idea to invite the rest of the crew who like Paulina's not friends with. So this is clearly just like a cast trip, but she was like, okay. (laughs) Like what a buzzkill.
0: She literally goes, she goes, you guys are in your forties, like grow the fuck up. (laughs) And it's like, imagine Imagine telling your significant other that you were going on a trip with all of your friends for their birthday. Right. Like, well,
1: it's, so he even said she, he's 41 and she's 29. And through all the years we've seen all of Mike's girlfriends, I really like them together. And I think he has grown up too. So I hope Paulina stays. Um, And I like the way like she Paulina. is. Yeah.
0: And I think Mike is close with her kids, which makes me happy.
1: Yeah. And Um, it also makes me sad that she is my age and has kids and like a family and like, I
0: don't. (laughs) It's okay. You're living your best life right now. Um, Yeah. Okay. So I just, it's 11 episodes into the season and we are still talking about Naked Jenga. Okay. I I was
1: just going to say that it's becoming, I feel like they tried so hard to make Naked Jenga a thing and it did not stick. And it's, it's really I miss the old Shahs. Like there was so much going on and now it's just they've run out of things and their marriage, like Jenga and Adam and Reza's marriage, has become the cast's storyline. Like now that's how MJ is involved. That's how Destiny's involved. That's how and it's and that's how why Mike's met everyone. And it's like one fight is now everyone's problem. And it's it's right. too much. it's like
0: I care about MJ and Reza's friendship and like the other people involved, whatever. Sure. I care about them too, but it's like, I do not care about Ellie Ashuri and what happened with the text. I know. I'm like, at this point it's like, did Adam do something shady? Probably. Did Reza also do something shady? Like probably. Yes. Like they're all, they all kind of suck. And so it's like, I don't need to hear a dozen episodes of back and forth about like, who sent the text and who said what. It's like, right. just acknowledge that it happened and then move on with the relationships. Like,
1: Right. And if really I have to much. hear one more time that Reza and MJ have been friends for 30 years, like we know, we know, like we we know that's it's a very long friendship. I've had friends my whole life too. But at the same time, if that's so important to you, then like you need to kick this and like make up or move on. And I know we talked about this on the side. They've made up last episode and then this episode they're in hawaii and like they seem okay they get in a little bit of a tiff but it seems like they're just working out more of their problems but we're still not at the point where like they actually get in another fight because as we know in real life they're not speaking so i feel like that's what i'm waiting for i know as, sad as that is
0: because I, I like, like them Sh- shaz is not one of my favorite shows and i kind of need them to like shit or get off the pot right now because i can't <laughs> do this i can't do this episode after episode like Oh, but like, Maris said something, and then like, I don't know. Like, you're my best friend of thirty years. Like, I know. It's
1: and I'm sorry to be like just shitting on Chaz right now, but they're not giving us anything to like be excited about right now. Like, Nima got this letter from his mom, and then a six page letter, and I was like, oh my god, please don't read the whole six pages. And so he did it. I really, I was like, no, this is not happening right now. But he read it because he he mentioned that he um has like a difficult upbringing and his family was separated him and his dad moved one state, his sister and his mom were at another, so they didn't grow up together. And now they're, you know, pretty close. But I was like, is this hit? And then he went to get Botox. And I was like, what is ha- this? There's just so much like, I, I, I what is happening?
0: I would rather le- read Kyle's full like 17 page email from Summer House. <laughs> uh Nima's six page letter.
1: Honestly. Um, yeah. That could have some juicy stuff in it.
0: Okay, but so whatever, they'll still be in Hawaii next week. Hopefully things kick into high gear a little bit. I don't know, this season is, it's just kind of bleak.
1: I know, uh, and like, at least show us more of the house they're staying in Hawaii, because that looks pretty cool. Oh, it looks cool, like so. a cool house. Yeah, give me more of that.
0: I am so happy that warmer weather is finally back and we can get back to enjoying some time in the sun. But the springtime always brings those unwanted guests, pollen and seasonal allergies. April showers bring May flowers and also sniffly noses and stuffed up sinuses. Luckily, for those of us who live with the symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin clear with Claritin D. Shout out to Claritin for supporting this episode and providing us with samples. I have had seasonal allergies for pretty much my entire life. Unfortunately, there are definitely those days where I have canceled my plans because I simply just don't want to be out in the world because of my allergies. But luckily, Claritin is the perfect thing that you can just take at the beginning of the day, and it really helps with all of those symptoms, clearing up your eyes, clearing up your sinuses, clearing up your congestion. It's the easiest way to just get those allergies under control, whether it's in the spring, any other time of year, and it's designed for serious allergy sufferers. Claritin-D has two powerful ingredients in just one pill that relieve your allergy symptoms and decongest your nose so you can breathe better. This double-action combination of prescription-strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant available relieves sneezing, a runny nose, itchy and watery eyes, an itchy nose and throat, sinus congestion and pressure with ease. Ready to live life as if you don't have allergies? It's time to live Claritin Clear. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin Clear. Use as directed. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? I am very into Family Karma. First season, mm-hmm. they only have one episode left. I'm really sad their first season's only eight episodes, but wow. it's been really strong. Yeah. Easy to catch up on if you want. So basically, if you are if you haven't started watching, it's this group of um, Indian American, mostly like 30-somethings living in Miami. They live with their parents, most of them, and... They just, they've been friends for a long time. Their parents are all friends with each other. The parents are all from India. And it's just, like, the most, like, fun dynamic because their parents will do, like, the confessional interviews with them. Yeah. Their parents have all these, like, cultural ideas of, like, they should be getting married. They should be having babies. Like, they should be doing this. And it's just fun because you can tell that they're all actually friends. But, like, the drama Mm -hmm. is not so, like dark as with some of these other shows and oh my god it's just like it's so fun there's like there's like a gay guy that's in a long distance relationship and he's obviously miserable and then there's like another guy that is engaged but it's also a long distance relationship and like his mother-in-law hates him and It's just, I don't know, like, it just makes me happy when I'm watching it.
1: It's like fresh air, because it's that different from Housewives or Vanderpump. Like, it's a different culture that um, is not actually shown on any of the other shows. And I like how their drama is different because of their living arrangements. So they don't, like, one of the fights last night was that a girl said where she would be at 3 a.m. and the it like blew up their friendship and I was like oh my god I've said a lot worse than that to my friends and we're still friends.
0: <laughs> yeah it's like fun it's fun sometimes to have a show where like the drama isn't so high stakes that somebody's life is gonna get ruined but yeah. like the way they deal with the drama is still just as entertaining.
1: Yeah. And like there's just,
0: this one character. There's character. this one character Bali <laughs> who's like this woman. Bali. Her. She's So most of them are in their 30s. Bali is in her 40s. And so Mm -hmm. they talk about how she's kind of like in between generations of the main cast and like the aunties, the moms. Right. She says she's the mom of the group. Right. And she is just like the most delightful shit stirrer on any show that I can think of where she literally will, she'll say, okay, so remember the conversation we had? I went and I told Anisha everything we discussed. She says it like
1: nicely though.
0: (laughs) She's like, she's like, I felt that it was my responsibility to tell him every single thing that you mentioned.
1: (laughs) Okay. Does Bali not give you, she's stunning. Does she not give you minor Lily Galici
0: vibes? Oh, maybe a little bit. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Like she seriously does. She's not as over the top as Lily Galici, as I don't think anybody is. But <laughs> she really did give that to me. Like she is just glam, and I love how I love how they showed her um, daughter and her boyfriend in last night's yes. episode. It was. It seems like they're beautiful. really cute. Yes, she is. She's like seventeen years old. They they seem like they have a really nice relationship, and I'm excited to see more of that maybe next season. If they have. Yeah,
0: one. I hope they get a season two. Okay, real quick, Barry, who's your number one Bravo Lab in the group out of the shows that we described today?
1: My number one Bravo Lab is Greg Leeks. I love, yes, I I love Greg Leeks. I feel like he's been through a lot. They don't show him as much anymore but he's just so cute and i feel he like has, he got he's fun. A, like an eye-opening um look on life after what he's he went through and i i'm just happy for him and nini and i think their relationship is pretty strong right now and i love greg leaks
0: okay so my number one bravo Lab in the group i would never thought i would be saying this a couple months ago i'm gonna <laughs> have to go with nini Leeks. I, I okay i'm not like I'm not like a Nini fanboy. Like I like her for like, I appreciate her, but at the beginning of this season, she really just like was not giving me anything I needed, but she's turned it around. She's like back in the drama. She's giving her one-liners and you know what? If Nini is going to keep bringing that energy, I'm happy to have her on the show, so.
1: uh Dylan, we're um, like a Bravo couple this week.
0: Oh my gosh, yeah, Nini and Greg forever. okay guys thank you so much for listening we'll be back on thursday so don't forget to rate review and subscribe uh join our facebook group bravo by betches for more content and follow at bravo by betches on instagram and twitter see ya
1: batches